All right, you tune back in. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by Men's Health of Mississippi. Guys, are you feeling a little sluggish? Maybe dealing with some ED, lack of morning wood. (laughs) That's always the first sign that you're dealing with some ED. Um, Obesity, depression, not sleeping well, loss of focus. You, my friends, could have low testosterone. The more I talk about this, the more you guys reach out to me. Ladies, don't be afraid either. Uh, I've, I've had several conversations with women out there who have also dealt with low testosterone and got on it, and they're huge fans of it. So don't think this is just for you. They offer this. Uh, don't think this is just for men. They offer this for women too. But So I just want to throw that out there because I do get asked that question a lot. So get over there, Men's Health of Mississippi, located right there in Madison. Start online, get your appointment today, menshealthms.com, menshealthms.com. You will not regret it. She'll thank you later. You'll thank me later. Menshealthms.com. Get your levels checked today. Hey, look, people ask me, like, do I have to have insurance? Do I do all that? They don't even take insurance. It's that easy. It's a very affordable, out-of-pocket expense. If um not to get not to get into anybody's pocketbook, but if you can't afford this, you you got way bigger problems than low testosterone. So get over there. You'll be very point of saying that is you'll be very surprised at how affordable it is. So uh, get in touch with them today. Menshealthms.com. All right, the guns in your text line is seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Make sure you're getting out there and visiting my friends at. Guns and Gear, located right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. Open today through Saturday. Uh, get in touch with them on their business hours and stop by seeing for all your guns and ammo needs. or the home of No Limit Ammo, as well as also a leader here locally in gunsmithing and seracoding. They also buy your guns. So if you need to sell one for the holiday season, bought one too many this year, want to buy another one, they take trade-ins, they'll pay you cash for them. Stop by, see them today, Guns and Gear, and shop them online, gunsandgearms.com. We appreciate them sponsoring our Guns and Gear text line. We'll be pulling up on a year here soon that they've been a part of that, if not longer, actually. So we do appreciate Hunter and the team over there. All right, so I have a story here. I almost dove into another one, like a cat chasing one of those laser lights around. I saw a So YouTube gave Steven Crowder another strike yesterday for having the audacity to have Dan Bongino on, and Bongino is banned from YouTube for simply saying face masks don't work. And studies, of course, have backed that up. But uh, because he's banned from YouTube, they gave Crowder another strike for having him on as a guest. So it tells you what you're working with. It tells you how important it is to listen to live, live independent radio. Our strings aren't pulled by nobody. You know, I could, I could change, I could, I could change the way I do my show and have twice as many sponsors, but I wouldn't be being authentic. I would not be being authentic. So we're gonna keep doing what we do, and uh, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, the sponsors will come. You know, at some point you build up a big enough audience, you go from undesirable to un. Freaking deniable. And that's what we're trying to do here. So here's this story. This 
is one of the dumbest things I've read in a long time, and that is saying something in a long history of reading dumb things. All right. So, well, this is on the Wall Street Journal. I was making sure I didn't have to log in to my account. I do pay the $4 a month for show content purposes. All right. The title of the story is To Shrink the Learning Gap, the district, this district offers classes separated by race. A high school in Evanston, Illinois, offers so-called affinity classes in which black and Latino students are separated from white students. I'm going to do my best not to make any incendiary comments while I read this. Evanston, Illinois, school leaders in this college town just north of Chicago have been battling a sizable academic achievement gap between black, Latino, and white students for decades. So a few years ago, the school district decided to try something new at the high school, classrooms voluntarily separated by race. Nearly 200 black and Latino students in Evanston Township High School signed up this year for math classes and a writing seminar intended for students of the same race, taught by a teacher of color. The optional, these optional so-called affinity classes are designed to address the achievement gap by making students feel more comfortable in class. District leaders have said particularly in advanced placement courses that historically have enrolled few blacks and Latino students. Quote, our black students are, for a lack of the better word, at the bottom consistently still, and they are being outperformed consistently, Monique Parsons, Evanston School Board Vice President, said in a November board meeting. It's not good. School districts across the country have sometimes struggled to find ways to boost the performance of black and Latino students who nationwide tend to enroll in fewer advanced classes and score lower on standardized tests than white students. That's interesting. Creating classes for students of a single race is a strategy that has been used sparingly in public K-12 education. When it does happen, it is more often in elective classes or after-school programs focused on leadership skills and creating a sense of belonging. Researchers have found some small improvements in grades and retention from such programs. Other studies have shown some improved educational outcomes, such as graduation rates for blacks and Latino students taught by teachers of the same race. So much for Brown versus the Board of Education. Public schools have also dabbled with separating students by gender with successful programs that, for instance, encourage girls to become engineers. All right, full stop here. I can understand that. I, I don't think you should do it because it's kind of, you need to, school needs to prepare you for the workplace and prepare, prepare you for the real world. But as a extremely uh, horny teenage boy, constantly distracted by girls i could absolutely see the benefits of not having them in the classroom to throw paper notes at and stuff of that nature <laughs> taking you back to 17 year old clay I, I could see the benefit in that uh, all joking aside all right continuing school districts in minneapolis seattle san francisco and oakland california have optional race-specific elective courses Federal anti-discrimination laws prevent public schools from mandatorily separating students by race. But education lawyers say optional courses can comply with the law. A lot of times within our education system, black students are expected to conform 
to a white standard, said Dina Luna. A full stop. Now, the way I read that is they're saying white kids are smarter. That's the way I read that. I'm not saying that, but that's the way I read that. Continuing, said Dina Luna, who leads a black student achievement initiatives in Minneapolis public school districts. The district offers middle and high school students electives focused on African-American history and social emotional support taught by teachers of color created in 2015 for black boys. The format has explained has expanded to black girls and will soon expand to Latino students. An, inter, an internal study showed improved attendance for black boys in the program in 2017. Average GPA is a 2.27 compared with 2.14 for black females district-wide. Quote, in our spaces, there we go, spaces. In our spaces, you don't have to shed one ounce of yourself because everything about your space is rooted in blackness, Luna said. Max Eldon, an education research at the conservative-leaning American Enterprises Institute, said he believes affinity classes undermine the goal of the Civil Rights Act. Touche. Integration is a positive social good, he said. We want students to be colorblind and to treat each other the only way, I'm sorry, to treat each other the only on the basis of who they are as human beings. Apparently, I need some reading courses. Educators who have worked on race-specific equity initiatives say successes depend on having broad community buy-in and teacher, I'm sorry, broad community buy-in and effective teachers in place. Christopher Chapman, who founded the program called Kingmakers of Oakland to help black boys, there we go with the kings, the Kingmakers of Oakland to help black boys, said he spends at least at least a year tilling the soil by building political support with community leaders before launching in a new school district. Kingmakers partners with districts in San Francisco, Oakland, and Seattle to offer elective classes that support black students. A 2019 study on the original program for black boys offered by Oakland Unified School District found that the students who took the affinity classes were slightly less likely to drop out of school. The district also offers elective and advisory classes designated for Latinos, Asian American, I'm sorry, Asian Pacific Islanders, and Arab students, said Jerome Gordine, Director of Targeted Strategies for the School District Office of Equity. Wow, that's a long title. Director of Targeted Strategies for the District's Office of Equity. Evanston has taken the strategy one step further, offering courses for black and Latino students in core math, algebra 2, pre-calculus, and AP calculus, as well as English seminar. Evanston classes for black students are known as AXEL, an acronym, they love acronyms, an acronym for Advancing Excellence, Lifting Everyone. And those for Latino students are called GANAS, for, from a Spanish expression that means Giving it all you've got. Leaders in Evanston High School District, board members and teachers declined or ignored repeated requests to comment on the course over several months. When a Wall Street Journal reporter arrived at a public meeting for parents of black students, a district spokesperson said she would cancel the meeting if the reporter didn't leave. The district superintendent, Marcus Campbell, told the student newspaper this year that the affinity classes are meant to provide a different more familiar setting for kids who feel really anxious about being in AP classes. 
Evanston's 3600 student high, it's Evanston's 3600 student high school is 44% white, 24% black and 20% Hispanic and 5% Asian. The community, home to Northwestern University, is a mix of wealthy families and lower income households. Equity guides many of the district's decisions embodied in a state board goal, recognizing that racism is the most devastating factor contributing to the diminished achievements of students. ETHS will strive to eliminate the predictability of academic achievement based upon race. Guys, I could go on and on. I'm not going to read all this. It's rather lengthy. I've read enough. What do y'all think? Do y'all think we should be, do y'all think we should be Separating white kids from black and Latino kids? Uh, you, you know my answer is no. I, I don't see any upside of this. I'm just going to read you a couple quotes from <clears throat> Brown versus the Board of Education. It says, we come then to question the presented. Does segregation of children in public schools solely based on the basis of race, even though the physical facilities and other tangible factors may be equal, deprive the children of the minority group of equal educational opportunities? To separate black children from others of similar age and qualifications solely because of their race generates a feeling of inferiority as to their status in the community that may affect their hearts and minds in a way unlikely to ever be undone. Those quotes came from Brown versus the Board of Education to desegregate the schools. That is what they sold people on desegregation. And now we want to resegregate based on color or based on race and ethnicity. I really want to get y'all's opinions on this. The phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. We'll be right back. I'll give you my opinions on it, too. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by ClayBosCars.com. You just heard the commercial there. Guys, I want to buy your vehicle. You're in the market for a new vehicle. You need to sell yours. Maybe you're not happy with what the dealership offered you. Let me make you an offer. Maybe you're getting ready to go buy a car, and you don't know what your trade-in value is worth. You don't want to get uh, you don't want to get taken advantage of by a big dealership. Let me give you a number to go shop with. Kind of let you know what a uh, here's what we think we can sell it for. Here, here's what we think we can buy it for. You know. It's going to kind of operate under the same parameters there. We'll give you a good number, something you can feel good about. So when you're negotiating, <clears throat> you've got the number. But hey, let's just be honest. You're going to like the number. We're going to write you a check today, and uh, we're going to go from there. Hook up with me. ClayBuysCars.com. It's got my phone number on there. you got to text me some information on your vehicle. I'll get you one of my buyers, and boom. It's just that simple. All local, no counterfeit uh, marketplace checks. None of that nonsense. ClayBuysCars.com. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you've never tried selling a vehicle on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist, especially Facebook Marketplace, there's a bunch of straight fools on there. And it'll get your blood pressure up, and I'm just going to help you avoid all that. All right, let's jump into these text messages on the guns and gear. Text line. You guys were uh, 
listening to me read, which I know can be a challenge sometimes. Maybe I need one of these uh, diversity reading classes. You know, I just want to say this first. Could could you imagine? Because I know everybody's thinking this. So I'm just going to say it. Could you imagine for one second if the white folks did this? And you know, some white liberals are behind this too. By the way, you you know, some white liberals are behind this. This is this is way too racist for the white liberal to somehow not be involved in the decision making process of this. But could you imagine in, in Mississippi, we tried to, somebody decided that it was a good idea to start a advanced or entry-level reading or calculus class for whites only? Good Lord, man. We just continue, we continue to let the other side get away with blatant racism and nobody calls it out. I mean, kudos to the Wall Street Journal. They basically are here. But sometimes you just got to call it the big R. Racism. You got to use the big R. The hard R. Racism. That's what this is. You can slice it, dice it, chop it, massage it, bend it like a pretzel and anything else you want. But it's racism. Now, I refuse to tell young black kids Young Latinx kids, their words, not mine. I refuse to tell them that they need to be separated from white kids because they're not on the same on the same level. I, I, I refuse to do that. That's racism. Y'all got me loaded up here on text. Let's see here. Hunter says. We have canceled so much of our history, we have started segregation in schools again. This is why you don't take down those Civil War statues. This is why you don't erase the Civil War history. So much was fought for. For black equality. That you're erasing it and continue and pretending that you're still fighting it, but it's you erasing it and starting the fight over yourselves. I, the damages of this, the ramifications long term, it, it's going to put us back to the mid 1900s. I mean, the early 1900s, 1800s, as far as segregation goes. Let's see here. Ty says, that's just another way of saying they're segregating everyone based off of intelligence or lack thereof. And he says, I'm no rocket scientist, but isn't Axel A-X-E-L, where is advanced excellence in that acronym? <laughs> it didn't sound as good. <laughs> you had to, they had to use the X. <laughs> in a reading course, they had to do the acronym wrong. Because it didn't sound cool otherwise. <laughs> Reagan can says, the whites who tried to stop James Meredith from entering Ole Miss must be rolling over in their graves. They must be saying to themselves, why didn't we think of this? You know, and the, the first joke I said last night, the first thing I said in response to reading this story was, 
Well, it does make sense that James Meredith actually looks like Colonel Reb on game day now. I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures of him, but he, he looks like a black Colonel Rebel on, on, in the Grove at Ole Miss. It's just com- completely morphed into – I don't even know how to explain it. What world are we living in? I love James Meredith too, by the way. Uh, sold his son a car not too long ago. Uh, let's see here. Unknown texture. So would it be acceptable to separate children based on religion so they may be able to feel more comfortable? We are still America, right? Self-segregation is now acceptable. No acclimation to America should be mandatory. Well, we've all, we definitely have self-segregated. And, I, you know, the point in this is you, you try to train children for the – let's see if I can say this right. You're trying to train children – for the ability to get into the workplace and deal with real-world consequences. You're not going to be able to, for the most part, at least in my experience, work somewhere where you don't have other, people of other races there. You know, we're a very blended society when it comes to, to work. Now, we have segregated ourselves by living and by church. Very segregated. You know, and, and people try to, you know, people will try to make it a black white thing. It's not. I live out in Brandon. It's a melting pot of people, but it's middle class folks. You know what I'm saying? And I, there's certain areas, black or white, that I don't want to live. You know, I want to be middle class or above because there's folks that got other things to do with their time. They sit on the porch or break in cars or drink all day. Or kill each other, or sell drugs. You know, you you want to get away from all that. There's plenty of areas in Mississippi, white and or black, and other for that matter, that I don't want to be in because of the poverty. I don't want to be around poverty. Job says the ultimate issue here is that you can't gift freedom to anyone. A great example is all the time and military resources we wasted in Iraq and Afghanistan trying to gift them freedom. American imperialism always fails because you can get the gift of free because because you can't gift freedom to anyone. And the civil rights movement has failed ultimately for the same reason. Until black people reform their culture of victimism and choosing to be and want more for themselves and their families, they'll always be behind. They were once compelled to be slaves. Now they choose to be when they find the heart as a collective to be free. They will be. Um, yeah, I've heard some black folks I know over the years make the argument that desegregation was one of the worst things that happened to the black community. And I've never felt like I was uh, the person to speak on that. But, you know, the argument was made that when, 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 when black folks were forced to do business with one another and to help prop each other up, that the community was better off. But the, 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 the minute that they were able to, to go do business everywhere else, that's when the, the black business ownership and stuff like that took a hit. And, you know, I don't know. It's a complex conversation that is a, the lone white guy here in the studio right now, I'm not necessarily comfortable having. 
I would like to have someone's black opinion on this to, to peel that onion back. But on the surface level, it looks like the way it looks like that somehow or another segregation did hurt hurt the black community uh, initially or over time. So I mean, drive down Ferris Street for your prime example. Let's see. Unknown texture. Separations are present at other areas. Black Rodeo, Black Supervisor Association, Miss Black America, Black History Month, etc. Going on for some time. Well, yeah, it has. I mean, we, we, we would definitely agree with that. And it's, sh- you know, my argument with all that is, you know, the argument they make is what everything else is just a, assumed white. Whatever the other version is, is the assumed white version. But I don't buy that. I mean, black white women have won Miss America. You know, like, I don't want an asterisk. If I win something, I don't want an asterisk by it. Two of my race. It's like a uh, best white basketball player. You know what I mean? I'm not just saying you're the best of the other. Best white radio host. No, I want to be the best radio host. I don't want to be the best fill in the blank. I don't want to be the first white dot, dot, dot. That's why I can't stand that. I can't stand when you constantly see. And, and, and we've, we've, there's no first left to be conquered by gay or black people. So they're having to mold the two together now. Well, now it's the first gay black astronaut. The first gay black trans person. And they keep adding layers of oppression on, and, and layers of asterisks onto somebody's accomplishment. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, man. How's it going? It's Larry calling you this morning. How we doing? Good, Larry. How are you? You hit on a conversation in reference to black business owners and progress of black America. I grew up in Mumbai. That's where every business there were owned by black. Where? But when you leave Mount Bayou, there was no black community. There was no black industry. We had corner stores that they went out and bought from, patronized. Most businesses were downtown owned by the Jews or the white men. Now, the big inner city, they had their problem, but it wasn't because of the white flight or the black flight. It's because we didn't keep up with the times. We didn't replace the people that we graduated. So they went to bigger and better places. And they built. During the reconstruction period, you had two items. George Washington Carver, or you had a uh, Booker T. Washington. One wanted you in the classroom, and the other one wanted you in the canopy. Those were the only options that we had then as well as now. I hope I get here. Appreciate you. Thanks, Larry. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Phone line wide open, 601-879-0002. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment. Guys, get your week started off right. 
get your uh, get your heavy equipment rental scheduled now. And don't forget, they got the air tow trailers. I keep telling you about them, man. They are the exclusive uh, exclusive dealer for air tow trailers in the southeast, not just Mississippi, but the entire southeast. Of course, they got all your equipment rental stuff taken care of. And did you know, if you need to rent something and you don't quite know how to operate it, you can also rent uh, an operator at a daily rate. Say you need a rollback dumpster and you also need some people to help load it up because, hey, frankly, we're all getting a little older and we don't just work for beer and pizza anymore when our buddies need help. <laughs> they can provide the crew too. They can drop off the rollback dumpster and provide you with the crew to fill it up. Or, hey, if you if your buddies still work on beer and pizza or you got a work crew, you can take care of it yourself. Reliable rental equipment, skid steers, tractors, tractor attachments, lifts, dumpsters, generators, outdoor lighting. Man, you know, it's getting dark earlier. You got jobs you're working on. You got deadlines you got to meet. Uh, the sun ain't working in your favor. They got Taylor gas-powered outdoor lighting solutions available. They got mini skid steers, mini excavators, excavators, and dozers, zero-turn X-mark mowers, golf carts, and side-by-sides as well, all available to rent or purchase. That's ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com, ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com, located right there on Meadowbrook Road across from the old Meadowbrook Movie Theater there on the corner of North State and Meadowbrook. All right, tell my buddy Brad Patridge I sent you. All right, we got a good text during the break there. Somebody brought up a great point. I want to make sure I read this on the Guns and Gear text line. And we'll read a few a few of these texts, and we'll shift gears maybe to close the show. I saw I've got a breaking news story. I think I, I think I want to hit. All right, he says you keep omitting the most important part of the equation: the government enforced segregation, which aided and enabled oppression. Then, the government turned around and enforced desegregation, which made it a crime to discriminate. Although we have the constitutional right to freedom of association, every step of the way, it was government action that helped make the situation worse. When people are free to choose as the whole point of America in the first place, as is the whole point of America in the first place, then we grow as a nation. We, the government, comes in, we, the government, comes into control of our, when the government comes in control of our action, it breeds resentment. And enables atrocities. It's a great text there. Great text. We need to get with less government. <laughs> but to the point of the school stuff, now they're saying this is by choice, but I still think in school and public schools, taxpayer funded, you're offering race race only classes by choice. And all I can say is if you're gonna do it for one, you gotta do it for all. You're gonna do it for one. You gotta have all right, white folks, you got you you get to have your only one. I mean, you're just not only one group of people is allowed to do this, and they're kind of you know well they're they're melting them all together. Just there's one group of people that aren't allowed. The, the segregation is becoming government enforced again, and this time it's white people on the outside looking in. You can make it that what you will. Bobcat says. He didn't understand a word Larry said. Yeah, it was a little hard. I think I got the gist of it, though. I appreciate Larry calling in. Ty says, I don't know 
why he's saying, but I heard Georgia, I heard George Washington Carver and George Washington, let's just leave the father of our nation out of this and let definitely keep him out of the conversation when mentioning the 300 uses for a peanut guy. I did get a lot of soil, but there's no George Washington. I got you, I got you, I got you. All right. I think we're going to close that topic off there. It's a complex one. I'm always open to having a discussion about it. I'm going to bring it back up with Sean tomorrow, too. I'd like his his thoughts on it from the left-wing point of view. I think me, him and I are basically on the same page on it based on some conversations we had. I just got a breaking news thing. And it says, um, this is from the New York Times. Take it for what it's worth. The Koch family network, the K-O-C-H, Koch, Coke, however they pronounce it. I think it's Coke. Network endorses Nikki Haley in a, bu- in a bid to push the GOP past Trump. The support will give Miss Nikki Haley more organization strength in the field as she battles Governor DeSantis of Florida for the number two spot on the Republican presidential field. They just don't get it, do they? they, they Trump doesn't need another dollar. I don't need to see another Trump ad. I ain't voting for Nikki Haley. I'm voting for Trump. Or I'm not voting. It's that simple. It's that simple. Nikki Haley is just Joe Biden in heels as far as I'm concerned. I don't care if she's got an R by her name. We don't get down like that no more. I ain't voting for her. We're voting for Trump. It's it, period, in the discussion. If they kill Trump, I ain't voting. I'm not going to be forced into voting for somebody. Maybe Vivek. I know a lot of y'all don't like that. It makes some of y'all mad because he took advantage of a scholarship that George Soros gave out. I, I, I get it. I should probably be more apprehensive. But right now I'm not. I'm way more apprehensive about everybody else on that stage than I am Vivek. You know, I I did like Ron DeSantis, but clearly he wasn't built for primetime. He was not built for the main stage. You need to go back down to go back down to being governor of Florida. I don't know if they have a two term if they can if they term limit out there or not, but he just needs to hope he can stay in Florida, maybe become a senator or something. You know, rebuild himself like Ted Cruz did. Come back in four years, try again. I don't know, he's young. I hate to see his political career be over, but it, it, now ain't his time. It's Trump. It's Trump or bust. And it may be, even with Trump, it may still be bust if the deep state has anything to do with it. Another story here. Well, let's read your text real quick. Somebody said Ron DeSantis actually wears heels. You know, I I thought that was kind of a nothing sandwich. The the boots to make him look taller. Now I'm six three. It's easy for me to to not have a problem with it. Like I don't care. And if he needs to look taller on stage, whatever. It, it, but it is disingenuous. It's like if you're worried about that, like if if your team feels enough that your your stature is the issue, you've got more problems. But now I can turn around and I can kind of be a little little bit of a hypocrite on that too because I've said, and this ain't no knock on him, it just is what it is. I like the guy. Um, I think Shad White's stature 
and the fact he looks like a young boy is going to hurt him when it's um when when he's running if he runs for governor or lieutenant governor. You know, I I think that's going to be an issue for him. He's going to need to grow some stubble out or something. He just looks like a he just looks like a young man, and he is young, so it's probably not fair to to do that. But to be fully transparent, I have said that I think it's an issue for him, but I don't think that would necessarily be an issue for Ron. Somebody's height's really just the last thing I'm worried about when I'm voting for him. See here, I want to clear up any text here. Uh, Wild Bill says, "I'm like you, but if it's Nikki or the Donald, I'm sitting out. I'm sitting it out. DeSantis, 2024. Man, we, we definitely all see things differently. When we come back, we'll have a quick minute or so to close. We want to give out a Fafo award." This one, uh, actually, UFC fighter Sean Strickland gave out. I like the energy. We'll be right back. Coming up in hour, well, it's not hour three, but coming up in the nine o'clock hour, we got Americans for Prosperity here in the studio. I'll be uh, producing that, so y'all make sure to keep it on WYAB from nine to ten. Then, of course, Jameson Hagee will be in here from ten to noon. We'll be right back. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.